Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters.
to produce the next president of Nigeria. That was the basis of their position. Now that their position, if you look at it, is tenable. But there are also another set of people in the People's Democratic Party from the North who felt, okay, under the Northern Zoning Arrangements, the North has not had enough of the presidents under the PDP. Yes. Okay, if you remember, Abbasanjo uh, from the South had uh, eight years as president, Jonathan five years. Some people like to mischievously claim that Jonathan did uh, six years. It was actually five years. Let yes. Tiara did only three years. So with that, some people are saying there is a need for balance, especially those coming from the north. So that's about PDP, about PDP. But in terms of APC, APC has no reason to even advocate uh, over moving the power to the south because since President Muhammad Gwari has done, will be doing eight years by 2023. It is common sense that APC should zone this business to the south. Let the debate be for PDP because PDP is where the northern aspirants can have some arguments to make. But even that argument is not also very tenable when you look at the situation on the ground. Because at the end of the day, we are talking about power rotating between North and South. If we have to stand on that, I think the PDP people may not have stronger, the PDP presidential strength from the North may not have any strong argument to present why the power should return to the North after eight years of uh, President Muhammad Buhari. Thank you so much. Now, don't you think that PP uh, is in a dire streets, given the fact that, uh, yes, as you highlighted uh, a few seconds ago, they've not really feeded uh, the only presidential, uh, not some presidential uh, candidate they feeded. That was a former vice president, Atiku, did not win it. And Yaradwa, a not president, did not and now you discovered that uh, the most of uh, PDP supporters are also from the south. You have a point there because so, what are they going to do now? They said they are throwing it open. So, what is PDP going to do in order to retain that? Uh, yeah, in principle, they can say that uh, they are throwing it open, but in their heart of hearts, they ought to know that the power is supposed to go to the south. Especially between south, southeast, and south, south. Why I say this is because it is the south, south, and southeast that have made PDP to remain as a political party or a national political party. Remember during the tsunami of uh, 2015, many of these people are, that are returning back to PDP now were moved to APC. Now, if everyone had abandoned PDP at that period, at that period, there would have been no PDP left for them to return to. So who are the people that sustain the party? It was the South South and South East. And the South South and South East have been very, very, these two regions have been very, very militant supporters of uh, PDP. They are the reason why PDP is still alive today. So for common sense, they ought to have known that this party is standing today because of people from South South and South East. So they ought to consider them for the presidency. Now, if you look at the the south, south, and southeast. They, if you look at all the geopolitical zones, these two zones have not had much hold in uh, the presidency. Jonathan did only five years, 
the Southeast has not got even touched the presidents in our democracy in this our present dispensation. So there's a need to consider these two zones by the People's Democratic Party. But if they insist that uh, they will throw it open and that even another candidate can emerge, well, there will be a lot of ramification for the party going forward. So now that the PDP said they are throwing their ticket open and for all uh, entrants to come into the room, so what are the chances of a, a, maybe a Sultan or candidate coming up? What are well, the of course, everybody can come up, but you know, they, not, they, they, may not, they may not have to say it in public. In their hearts, they will know who they want to emerge. Look, taking into consideration the survival of the party, and also the winability of the candidate because the PDP, if they want to win the election, they need to present a candidate that will be acceptable nationwide. Uh, so that, that will be one of the issues they will address. Uh, but I don't want to dwell on that too much because when you are a presidential candidate and they want you to become president in this country, they will have a way of making it possible for you. Uh, because we have seen instances where people like uh, uh, former President Olusegun Obasanjo, who didn't have the support of Southwest, and he still emerged the president of the country. So it's important that the major stakeholders, those who decide who get what, let them know that it is important at this point in time of Nigerian history that when we have so much division in the country, when there is so much agitation, that there's a need to show that this is a, it's a nation of one country and uh, consider people from Southeast for the presidency so that they can, can unify the country. That is my personal view. Yeah. But they may not yeah, think it's important. Way. They may feel that uh, uh, the, the Southeast on their own cannot be able to produce presidents. And they may not even, they don't have what it takes to influence the outcome of the presidential election. And so they say, okay, let us leave them. But that will not be in national interest if we really care about our national interest. Okay, thank you so much. Moving away from uh, this day and leadership newspaper, we are going to our next paper on our menu this morning, and it's Vanguard. Vanguard is all about APC. It says, 2023 Southwest APC governors divided over Tinubu, Osimbajo, Fayemi. 2023 Southwest APC governors divided over Tinubu, Osimbajo, Fayemi. Court strikes as suit fired by Arek Beshola's group over Oshun APC Congress. We're not, we are not leaving APC, agreed Kitty, governor aspirants. Ex-Governor Yari, not a member of APC, says Jaji. APC Women Rights Buari, NEC, asks for postponement of February convention. I'll take that again. 2023, Southwest APC governors divided over Tinubu, Osimbajo, Fayemi. On the rider is a portfolio of stories, says court strikes out suit fired by Arek Beshola's group over Oshun APC Congress. We are not leaving APC, say aggrieved AKT governor aspirants. Ex Governor Yari, not a member of APC, says Jaji. APC women right Buari, neck. Ask for postponement of February convention. And Mr. Paul, this is a convention that is supposedly, supposedly slated for 
26 of this month, what you have to say. And now we have APC women, APC women writing for Ari to ask for postponement. I think it's, uh, it's they, they, are, they are asking too much for the, from the president. Mm. I think the, what they ought to have done is to make sure that the party is uh, prepared for the convention. Mm. Because the, 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 the major opposition party, the PDP, has mm. uh, settled his uh, put his out in order after his convention, at least to a manageable extent. So the APC cannot be dragging the country back because you know APC is the party in power. Whatever affects APC affects the nation. So they should not be dragging the country back by keep on postponing their national convention. I don't think the president should listen to them. What they should do is to key in. And you find out that most of the people who are asking for postponement are those who didn't get what they want at the convention. Those whose candidates did not emerge. So they want to keep on dragging the country back until their candidate emerges. You can't continue to wait like that. It is a democratic dispensation. You win some, you lose some. When your candidate didn't emerge, you, you reintegrate yourself back to your party. Next time could be your turn. That is the best thing to do. Our politicians should learn to accept defeat instead of pushing the you know, trying to change the goalpost from time to time. Now, let's look at the main headline story on Banga this morning. It says, Southwest AAPC governments divided over Tinubu, Osimbanjo, and Fayemi. What is going to happen? We have three uh, prominent uh, sons from uh, Southwest jostling for the number one seat in 2023. So, and this has a, uh, it's going to polarize the Southwest. Zone as yeah, yeah, yeah. Zone. but, but uh, the, the, the truth of the matter is that this is a political contest. All the three candidates you mentioned, perhaps others you didn't mention, they are eminently qualified to be president of Nigeria. And any contest, there will always be division. Mm-hmm. Even when uh, Manchester United is playing with uh, Chelsea, there will be division. People will have to take side. So it's not unusual that South West is divided. And they will continue to be divided until after the APC primaries. That is the fact. Unless some of the candidates uh, decide to do uh, have what we call uh, consensus candidates, maybe yeah. the, the presidential uh, aspirants they meet together. They this so maybe after they organize a voting for them, and one of them emerges, and the rest will yeah. stay there. Unless uh, something like that, but I don't see. Yeah, but, but the division is is is, is natural, mm-hmm. and it, but it also depends on how you manage it. Don't forget that the southwest was also divided in 1999 between uh, Falai and the late uh, uh, Attorney General of the Federation, Chikolai. Mm-hmm. They were divided over these two men. Uh, at the end of the day. Olufalaye had it there because Olufalaye was seen to be more open, much more yeah, accommodating uh, in their own estimation, much more sellable than Bolaige. And that was why they rallied around him and he became the presidential candidate of it. So they, they, it's, it's a normal thing. Uh, at the end of the day, of course, that same that division yeah. between Olufalaye and uh, Bolaige. It had a big crack on Afanifere. It affected it. At the end of the day, Afanifere has not been the same since that time. Uh, you know, so I, I think I also am concerned about it. 
the management of the of the of the division. That's what I'm concerned about. It's not a question of division. There will be division in any political contest. There will be those who are for the vice president. There will be those who are for uh, national leader of APC. There will be those for governor fire. It's natural, but it's how they manage the division so that they see that this thing is a political contest. It's not a do or die affair. If your candidate, if I don't support your candidate, don't come and kill me because I didn't support your candidate. Let us know that this is a contest. Only one person will emerge. Thank you so much for that. Now, how how feasible is the incoming uh, APC convention, given the fact that uh, crises and uh, litigations is still flying around? For instance, we saw we we are seeing a vanguard says first strikes are suit fight by Arab Bachelors group over Oshun APC Congress. And uh, we see Jaji telling uh, uh, APC that as Governor Yari of Tampa uh, is now a member of APC. So we have so many still agreed uh, yes. members of the party which is supposed to hold this convention 26th of this month. So what is your take? As long as the leader of the party, President Muhammad Buhari, is in support of the convention, it will take place. And I have confidence that our courts will not allow them to themselves to be used for this you know the the cjn has uh, warned lawyers about being instruments uh, judges about being instruments of politicians mm. to disrupt the political process mm. and that gives me confidence that the thing will go ahead according to plan unless something uh, drastic happens and I, I can't see what will happen that uh, will make the president change his mind i think it will go ahead go ahead Thank you so much. Let's just go on a break. When we come back, we'll be reviewing and last paper on our menu this morning talking about business. Don't go away. Stay tuned. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Let's go to Inside Nigeria, reaching and leadership television. And my name still remains Winifred Webber. With me in the studio is Paul Wadima. Paul Wadima is and uh, inside a colleague and it's also a public affairs commentator. Paul, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So we'll be reviewing our last paper for today's Inside Nigeria, and that is National Economy. The headline story on the page, front page of National Economy says, Indigenous oil firms fine-tune ownership strategies as IOCs diverse. Indigenous oil firms fine-tune ownership strategies as IOC diverse. That is on national economy this morning. Yeah, it's a, it's a fact that uh, for a variety of reasons, mm. many international oil companies are leaving the are leaving the country. They are divesting from uh, the industry. And this also partly as a result of uh, uh, new technology. Uh, you know, people are moving away from the use of fossil fuel. Okay. Uh, we are talking about uh, green energy. So as a result of this, many oil companies are moving away from their traditional investment uh, portfolio. And uh, they are moving, it's an opportunity for Nigerian investors to take over from them. So it's, it's, it's a good development. For a very long time, we, are, we have been talking about that our 
oil sector, which is the mainstay of our economy, have been dominated by foreign interest. Now we have opportunity to, to take over. Nigerian companies have opportunity to take over and run the show themselves. It's a good thing. And uh, it is hoped that uh, those divesting are also making available the necessary technology for those taking over to be able to produce maximally. And then the, the, what the story is talking about is in terms of the, the Nigeria indigenous companies taking over the area. They are trying to you know, fine tune the processes of uh, making sure that uh, the companies don't collapse because the white guy, the international uh, manpower, manpower is leaving the country. I think that's basically it. They want to make sure that uh, the processes of ownership transfer is transparent. Is uh, is is uh, in order, and that they have uh, the capacity to be able to take over and take on from where the diversity international companies are moving away from. It's a good thing for the country. Uh, local content has always been an issue in Nigeria. Uh, you know, you know about the local content act in this uh, industry. It's all about making sure that Nigerians play active role in the industry now the thing has been served to nigerians almost on a platter so those who are already operating in industry who know some of the people who are owning this uh and on these indigenous owners some of them have worked with this international iocs are you getting yeah. they have worked with them yeah. they know how the, pro the, the processes work yeah. some of them are engineers in the field some of them are marketers they know in and out of the process of the industry so they are taking over it's a good thing that they want to come up with strategies to make uh, the ownership structure very transparent. I think it's in order. It's in order. But my only worry here, um, support is that the fact that after maybe divesting and uh, um, local like indigenous all firms take over, you still find the situation whereby they will still contract maybe all these uh, their foreign their partners, some huge states. Well, yeah, they may do that, but the truth of the matter, the, 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 the truth of the matter is that these oil companies are looking in another direction. We are talking about a world in which the nobody may be using fossil fuel to drive a car in the next 20 years mm. because Europe is trying to phase away fossil, fossil fuel, uh, uh, fuel driven cars. Mm. They want to go full blast electric cars. So as a, if you are a major IOC and you're operating in Nigeria, you know there is no much market again. The price of oil will continue to fall. And as it continues to fall, uh, I don't think a return on investment will be what it used to be for the sector. So that's why many of them are moving away. But you know that we in this uh, part of the world, we may continue to be using fossil fuel to, you know, to drive our car to, to power energy and all that. So we still need it uh, very much. So we, are, we should be interested in investing where they are living. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any doubt. Of course, there may be some aspects that they don't understand. Which they may still retain uh, the IOC. Some of those that have worked with the IOC, the expatriates on consultancy basis or whatever basis they can to make sure that the process doesn't uh, have any hitches along the way. 
Well, I thank you so much for your thoughts and uh, for joining the conversation today on the inside Nigeria. We hope to see more of you next time soon. Well, thank you for having me. Well, we are this year. We draw the person on today's inside Nigeria. Don't forget tomorrow. It's another day and another time. Thank you for watching for sponsorship and advert placement. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.